So here we are, episode one of Bush's Board Game Thing, a brand new board gaming podcast powered by the awesome folk over at Zatu Games. Uh, it's me, Andy Bush. We've got Brian over there. Good morning. Good afternoon. Can you, good evening, good depending evening. on what time you're listening to. Fantastic. Uh, we've got Jess over there. Hello. Uh, and basically it's us meeting up each week, talking about life through our love of board games and I think staying tight with those that you love, turning phones off and communicating. Uh, it's never been more important. So each week we're going to look at a different set of games grouped by theme. So if you're new to the hobby or uh, what I would describe as board game curious... Uh, come on in, this is the podcast for you. If you want to get uh, your questions in or get in touch in any way, we're very approachable. All you've got to do is find us on Instagram, at BoardGameThing. Uh, so we're talking about traditional board games in this first episode. Those games you might remember from caravanning trips with your folks back in the day. Uh, is there a place for these games in modern life? We look at how, we're going to look at how some of the classics have been reinvigorated or jazzed up for the modern palette in a bit. But let's start by delving back in time, guys. Is there a game that has a special place in your heart from uh, your upbringing, your childhood? Yes, I've got one. So I, I've actually struggled to find it online. I've only been okay. able to find it on eBay. So I'm not 100% sure how Good this start. is going to go. Start. Good start. Right, OK, it's called Huskadoo. I'm sure that is a band with uh, Frank Black from the Pixies, isn't it? Isn't it? Surely, is that well, him? well, yeah, that came up when I googled. Did it. he get the name for the band from the game, or do you think the game named yeah. themselves after the Frank Black band? The game is very old, like really old. So I'm going to say well, Frank they... Black's quite old. Oh, right, okay. I don't know. I don't know. But Huskadoo yeah. is essentially go fish, but you've got. There's two bits of card, right? And on the bottom bit, there's lots of different kind of images of things. I can't remember what it was like a rabbit or a jug or something like that. Sounds great already. And then on the top, you've got little, um, like little figurines that cover <laughs> all of the images, and then you've got to try and get pairs. So it's essentially Go Fish, but a board game. Uh, when would you have played this? Would this have been around the Tembi family, uh, in a holiday caravan, or would this be on a Sunday when the rain's rattling against the window outside? Yeah, absolutely. We played it a lot. It was pretty battered by the end of it. And also, we lost a lot of the pieces. Okay. So, but one thing that I remember is that my parents always beat me they never ever let would let me win which would just be immensely frustrating yeah. so it used to get really tense between me and my stepbrother it's, but... it's a weird thing though isn't it this concept of like um whether you let your kids win at board games or not you know I, what i mean like I do, have... do you let them or you te teach them a life lesson by like jess's parents they're like crushing her hopes in huskadoo <laughs> or do you do you I let have, them win so I they have get a five and a seven year old and i just for an easy life i just let them win all the time are you I setting let... a bad precedent there though do you know uh, what i mean is that teaching yeah, them about I, life I, in the future i probably am but it's just easy that way and I, actually sometimes i find we, we play a game called labyrinth quite a lot where you have to get around the board by moving it's an old classic and mm. trap people in the labyrinth and i actually let them win but it's actually harder for me to try and lose than it is to win. So you're there. Yeah, just you're, that good. You're actually doing mental good. gymnastics trying to trying to make let them win. It's harder. Trying to throw the game. Hold on a minute though. Surely then aren't you bringing up your children to be, be monsters, sore yeah. losers? Monsters they and sore losers, be, yeah. Just whenever they play <laughs> car games or anything, any kind Absolutely. of game. But that's that's when I've released them to the world. <laughs> I'm tr I'm trying to get through <laughs> that boring afternoon without them going off on me, so it's fine. Bushy's board game thing. 
Well, a, a guy that I used to work with in Bristol, he, he, he's Greek Cypriot, and uh, him and his dad used to play table tennis all the time when they were on holiday or whatever. It's what you do in Cyprus. And it's um, the It's the <laughs> And uh, they played table tennis all the time, and his dad would look, literally wipe the floor with him. And I remember him telling me there was one table tennis game when he was like 21, when he finally beat his dad. And then it changed everything from that point on. It was like a big, uh, you know, rite of passage. Mm. And maybe you're missing out on that by letting your yeah. lad win at like five uh, years no, old. No, because do you know I, what do, I, mean? I do give him a little taste of humble pie sometimes because we play football in the garden and got a little goal. Yeah. And usually, you know, you roll the ball to them and they, they catch it and they, you let them score. But like one out of every ten... <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> thump it in the back of the net. Have that, Roberto Carlos, it with a, tw- a yeah, penny just floater, so they, just so they know. And then the other day, actually, said to me, "Daddy, are you losing on purpose?" And I was like, "No, no, no. You are genuinely scoring all these goals. I think you're one of the world's greatest footballers." That's good. So you kind of it's yeah, uh, it's, it's giving both. yin and yang, isn't it? Yeah. In many ways, yeah. uh, we asked on Instagram at Board Game Think uh, if there was a uh, particular board game that has a special place in your heart. Uh, from back in the olden days. Anything coming in on the wires, Jess? Yeah, we've got one from Chris Eyre. It says, Sorcerer's Cave, a different game every time you play. Yes, I remember that. I bought that from a uh, church, uh, like, bring and buy sale. And how much was missing of it? Most of it. Okay. All the room. Well, there's one room. That's, part of, that's part, of, part of the joy of it. You, you use your imagination. For me, that game was the, sorcerer, uh, the Sorcerer's Alleyway. <laughs> it was just one connecting corridor. really was quite disappointing. I've got another one from Luke. Yeah. Test match cricket. Love that game. Hated that the balls were so small and easy to lose, though. It's weird that they don't play. These games aren't around anymore. The old no. sports games. You have a little plastic cricket player and you've got to hit them. A bit like it's kind of like the next bit on from Subutio or whatever. Remind me of test match cricket because to me it looked very much like Subutio, <laughs> a Subutio knockoff. So it was like, what can we do that's like just as good as Subutio, but we don't have to put much effort in? Imagine, test, right? Test match cricket. Your brother, your brother with um, a bowler on a plastic stick and he's got a bit of of guttering that rolls down the bowler's oh. arm, bowls the ball at him, and then you're stood behind a, a, a batter with a plastic stick and you know hitting the cricket, cricket bat, and then it goes on like a little cloth pitch, and then the ball, as he said in his message, inevitably rolls under your nan's skirting board. That's not a euphemism, and then you can't get it back. <laughs> Petition That's games so cool. like that come with fifty balls. Yeah, Mind you Good just point. lose those as well, wouldn't you? Uh, just to add, just to add context to what's going on in this uh, this first episode here of uh, Board Game Thing. Uh, we are having to sit on separate chairs <laughs> in a triangular formation because of, obviously, this incredible scenario that we find ourselves in in uh, 2020. And um, it's fairly unusual, isn't it? I feel like three people having a chat in an airport departures lounge from uh, adjacent couches. I don't know. It makes it feel like it's like a Radio 4 thing, though. It's oh, like yeah. It's the round, yeah. round panel. Hi, guys. What do you think? Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but then also, I kind of feel like I'm in a job interview because Bush is like in front of Brian and I. Oh, yeah, a little just bit just to higher add a little up. bit of your extra yeah. a little um, bit higher context. Up. He's got. He's the only one with a desk. Why do you, why do you get a desk yeah. and we don't? I've stipulated I want a desk, otherwise I'm going to walk. Okay, sure. But yeah. it, the, the interesting thing is Jess has to keep folding her laptop down to talk to me, which which is nice. <laughs> it's just just says how far away she is. Also, Brian's kind of slouched to the point nearly where I feel like he's in the therapist chair. Can I have you, bad can, posture. Can I have bad posture. Up I can't help it. You, you've, you've turned up to this first episode. We're trying to make a, a really good, uh, you know, in first impression with our listeners and potential listeners. You've got absolutely shredded trainers on. You've got uh, a hoodie on. You look like you're dealing. What's and also, going on? I, accident, I got dressed in the dark this morning. It, I'm wearing all blue. I look like a smurf. <laughs> You've got your hair slipped back. I'm going to call you um, David Bowie Sports Direct Years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, is there a game? I'm going through for you? a tough time at the minute, all right? <laughs> is there a game for you that um, yes, um, used to play? Ludo. And I, I just have nothing but 
terrible, terrible memories of Ludo because A, it's the world's most boring game. <laughs> B, it's a game of chance, not skill. So you can't, either you win it or you don't, you can't use your own talents to win it. And right. third, I just got memories of just getting absolutely spanked in uh, a rainy ca- static caravan <laughs> uh, in a haven holiday park near Hastings. Are you, your family all Irish, aren't they? So all it was Irish. Like your Irish uncle would have beaten you at this. Yeah, yeah. Like. and it was, because I, I, I was the youngest, I was always getting beaten. And it was, I just have terrible memories. And it's just so What do you do? So what do you do in Ludo? I've got you no idea what you do. There's four colours. There's uh, yellow, green, Making red up. and blue, I believe. Right. All your primary colours, mate. Primary. There you go. Look, yeah, and you, have to, and you have to get all your pieces. I think it's four pieces you have from, from, your, from the start to base. Right. Oh. And, yeah, doesn't, that doesn't just, sound that good already. It's just, I don't know. But I don't know. Would you play with your kids? Would you wheel out Ludo in front of your kids we now? Did, and go we get did into this? have, we did have, uh, again, so I took them on a holiday to a static caravan. Oh, the world turns, the wheel turns. Can I just say, I don't want to derail you on this, I love a static caravan. Yeah. Well, aren't static caravans fantastic? Well, no, Amazing. because there's no Amazing. point to them that it's a static caravan, it doesn't move. Why are you calling it a caravan? It's not, you can't move it. It's still got all the, all the features of a caravan. It's, yeah. it's the interior yeah. of a caravan. But with none of the benefits. <laughs> I'm happy to change this podcast entire theming from this point on, just have it about caravans. Into it. Bush's caravan thing. <laughs> Fine, I'll go, let's go, go with it. That. Let's talk about chemical toilets, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was also one of those... Uh, the reason why I also hated it was it was one of those um, sets that wasn't a Ludo set. It was it was 50 in one. It had it had uh, drafts, it had chess, it had wow. backgammon, but re- with really cheap plasticky bits. So we all the bits were all the half all the bits were lost. So we also we also had to use a spare dice as one of the pieces, which was a stupid idea to start with because people kept picking it up and throwing it. So that's why I have bad memories of Ludo. Your your, your childhood for me is is in many ways like Angela's ashes. Yeah. Do you ever used, was... ever used to hit a hoop down a, a cobbled alleyway? I did anything? sometimes. No, Andy, yes, I did. <laughs> Leave me hoop alone. Oh, I mean, actually, uh, Margate Jack got in touch and he he uh, said that frustration as a child was his favourite game. Oh. And frustration... I don't even know what it is. ...is essentially, it's hipster, it's hipster Ludo. It's a, t- <laughs> it's a turbo Ludo. It's the same thing, except they've got fancy pegs so, and you have the dice in the middle and it would never yeah. get lost. If it's frustration, then what is it? Trying to book trains online? Or what other things could be frustration? Uh, do you know that thing where you've got to put uh, your train ticket into the, the gates and it won't go in four or five times? That's frustration. Yeah. Um, but also frustration the dice is in an inner casing in the middle so you have to press it and it makes this noise which used to make my mum go crazy she'd be like it's seven o'clock in the morning why are you playing frustration i can hear the dice from here it's such so a was it, only, it was only designed for frustration that particular little dice i remember those those little yeah. dice stones they remind me of um and again i don't know if this is actually magic or not do you remember magic beans from when you were a kid. Are they from the same people that made sea monkeys? Sea monkeys, yes, yes, oh, yes. I remember sea monkeys. Sea monkeys, uh, if you don't remember that from when you were a kid, uh, they would give you a brochure of what appeared to be a miniature monkey race that lived under the water and they'd build their own castles and all that kind of stuff and mm. they'd have little cars and families. You get the powder, you put it in some water, a day later you've just got this har- horrible yeah. green crud stuck to the bottom Is of it. Is like, like sort of like shrimp? <laughs> Were they shrimp or something? They didn't have outfits, they didn't have cars or, mm. or shopping centres. And they definitely weren't mammals. They certainly weren't mammals at all, but they also used to sell in the same brochure, stroke uh, comic catalogue thing, uh, magic beans, and they were in like a little tin and would do jumping and stuff like that as well. So... 
Should we have a, should we have a question from the listeners via the, the world of Instagram, Jess? OK, we got something from Amanda. She says, love that you guys are looking at classics in this episode. Our family's still a huge fan of Monopoly. I wonder if there should be some new up-to-date playing pieces rather than old dog top hat iron, <laughs> the ones we've had for ages. That is such a good question. It's still going strong, isn't it, Monopoly? It's yeah. still still hanging in there. I've not played for quite some time, mm. I'll be honest with you. because you haven't got nine hours. <laughs> I haven't got nine hours to sit there. But I did. that's a really good point, like... Is it is it still ironing the iron, the little Scotty dog top hat? I want to say there was a boat. Was there a boat? Might have no. been a boat. No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I there feel wasn't like there a was boat. a boat. No, there wasn't. No, I don't know there was a boat. Do, we, do you not think there was? I'm a boat? with Jess on this. What are you going about boats for again? Oh, why is it so weird that there was a boat? There was a there was a top hat. You weird. <laughs> there was a top hat and a Scotty dog. <laughs> But like, what would be? What would be? Oh, there is a boat. There is a there boat. Is oh, a no. It looks like the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, you're, so. you're right. It's not actually. Is it? The t- that'd be quite bad, though, wouldn't you? Even want that as your plane? No, piece I think it was, it, was the, it was the signs and the trappings of opulence. So, top hat, a Scotty dog. Obviously, all rich people have Scotty dogs. dogs. Oh yeah, it's a little bit. Um, like, it looks like a little um, yeah. a racing car. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. you've got. I can't remember what they're called. Is it a thimble? Thimble. Yeah, thimble, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thimble. Yeah. I think for the modern age, though, you need things. That, you know, it needs to be. They need to reflect the COVID age now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Track and trace uh, QR codes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a comeback for QR codes, eh? Hasn't it made a comeback? Yeah. What a comeback. I, I remember a friend of mine getting involved in the. Uh, right, what you do is you get this CD that you hand out to people at festivals. They scan the QR code and then the band's information straight onto your phone. And it died within about like two months because no one was interested in it. Now. It's, it's, the, it's the golden age of QR code. Mm. Do you think QR code, they have like the QR code people, there was a, there's like a head office and about when COVID kicked in, they were just like, oh, why's the phone ringing? Hang on, this, our inbox Hello? is filling up. 2176 Klondike. Um, You'd like never, to order 100. It, that's the biggest comeback since Bluetooth, I reckon. It is, isn't it? Mm, yeah. And Bluetooth's yeah. involved as well. Yeah. So, okay, so look, um, new, um, new pieces for Monopoly. Sourdough. Mm. <laughs> Sourdough, yeah. sourdough face covering face mask face mask carol baskin carol yeah, baskin is yeah. in there as well um what else with jedward a little bottle of anti-back little anti-back thing going on there i like that any other suggestions if you think uh there's any other ways that they can modernize the playing pieces for monopoly uh, get in touch you can drop us a message at board game thing you can hear brian move listen to him try and move really quietly on your couch you know it feels like it feels like i'm wearing a really sumptuous leather jacket <laughs> You know, like one of those ones you get from the local market store, maybe with some tassels on the back. The one where there's, there's a 75% off sale all the time. So any suggestions on replacement Monopoly pieces? Uh, the way to get in touch, and we would love to hear from you, your questions, your comments, your thoughts, anything, uh, on Instagram right now, at Board Game Thing. Uh, and I have to say that the lovely people at Zatu have very kindly provided us with uh, a new take on Monopoly. A few of these games are, you know, like Monopoly and Risks, games that have been around for donkey's years, are getting a kind of refresh for the modern era. And if uh, you go on Zatu's website, at the moment you can buy yourself and they've given us a copy of it uh, the cheaters edition of monopoly which let's be honest is the best thing about monopoly cheating just nicking stuff i mean actually the best thing about it is is illusion of temper and just turning the table <laughs> over <laughs> but before but after that the best thing is the cheating so they've made an entire game on one of these little spin-off themes of monopoly which is what you've got to what do you have to do you have to you can well, steal so basically stuff basically they've they've all the classic cheats you can do they've given you 15 cards that you can uh, that you get given as a, as a little task, and if you complete them, you get. You, and if you complete them, you you know get extra money. Well, like, what do you mean? Like things like steal money from the bank without getting caught. Oh. You know, slyly place one of your little ho- a hotel on a, uh, an empty piece, or even some an empty uh, you know Lot. property or someone else's. 
uh, take three hundred dollars when you pass go instead of two hundred. Little things. It's like, like an that. oligarchy, the board game, yeah. or something and like that. And it's very, very indicative of actual capitalism. It is, you know, isn't where it? you get rewarded yeah. for doing dodgy things. Why are we? So, and also, I noticed not we haven't we haven't cracked it open properly yet, but it does look good. Um, this is there's a uh, set of handcuffs in there. Yeah, Ooh. and I, I yes, Why? that's exactly <laughs> what Jess said when she saw them. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know if you signed yourself up for here, Jess. But, oh uh, God! Let's go. Um, let's have another question then, Jess, from uh, Instagram folk. What are we going to go for? Okay, we got something from Neil. He said you can't beat the brutal car games we used to play on the school bus in the eighties. Oh. Well, guys, I'm just going to have to just cut in quickly here. I actually wasn't alive in the eighties, so some of these what, you, do you want might a medal? have to. Do you want a medal? No, I'm just saying. What year? What year were you born? 1991. Oh my word! Wow. So you've got no concept of. The Soviet Union. Uh, Maradona's Hand of God. You got any idea what Maradona's Hand of Maradona. God is? Maradona. No. Do you know what? Um, oh, he's a footballer. He's a footballer. But okay. I don't know what Hand of God means. Which Gulf War was your favourite? I mean, the, the the first one, I think. Oh, do you remember the first one? It's no, the old I don't remember any of them. Do you remember Saddam Hussein standing with that um, that that young British family? He held hostage. Do you remember that at all? No, I no. no. What year was that? If I said to you the words CCCP, what would the, what they mean to you? Um, uh, something to do with technology, maybe a computer, maybe a computer program. No, no. You, well, yeah. So basically, in the old days, when uh, any of the teams from the Soviet Union used to play sports, they would have CCCP on the front of their or the back of their jerseys. Yeah. Uh, and it was because in the Russian Cyrillic, uh, I can't say the word Cyrillic, Cyrillic, the Cyrillic alphabet, oh, which I. is it's like a bit like Greek yeah, yeah, symbols. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a USSSR. They have a the, the the symbols for that are C C C P. Can you imagine getting trapped opposite him on a train journey? No, oh, no, listen to me. Hell, C C C C. No, because they don't have the yeah. Jess, so, have you got any concept of um, listening to a Walkman on a cassette and then having to turn over to fast forward as a means of rewinding? I do, I used to no, not on a Walkman. No. Did no. you ever? What was your first portable audio device? It was a Walkman, like a CD Walkman. But I did used to listen to cassettes because my first ever one was Boyzone. I was just oh. about to ask you if I put a cassette and a pencil in front of you, what would you do with it? Oh yeah, I mean I'm 28. Okay, I'm okay not fair that enough. Fair young. enough. I know exactly what to do. <laughs> but yeah, a lot. Some 80s things are going to go straight over my head. So explain to me what were the brutal card games that you were playing? Then? This is this is a staple part of growing up in an era which would have been filled with Zamo and Grain Chill and stuff like that as well. Um, is te- there would be a kid who would have a deck of cards. Yep. And then you would... Some, sometimes it would be a hybrid deck of cards <laughs> with like four or five different packs merged together. Oh, One God. massive multi deck. Uh, and then, yeah, it was a little bit like the games you might play if you were, say, in prison on uh, <laughs> Alcatraz. <laughs> That kind I, of thing. I don't want to one up you, Andy, but um, <laughs> your secondary school. What sort of school was it? Was it a was it a Church of England? Was it a secular school? We were the only twenty five percent Church of England, seventy five percent Roman Catholic school right. in, in the whole United Kingdom at that point. Really? Did yeah. They blended a blended. They blended. Second, right, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I was it. Was there girls there? There was girls there. Yeah. Right. So again, I don't want to up you. I was one hundred percent Roman Catholic. <laughs> And it was all boys. All boys. Uh, you make sense as a person now. Yeah, yeah it's brutal. You, it's brutal. Re- you really make yeah. sense as a person. Not a lot of us came out the other side normal. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of us. So you're you're. Yeah, I'm one of the normal ones. I'm, oh, Jesus. I'm one of the. <laughs> I'm one of the high functioning ones. Like, what did you used to play? Because we used to have this game, which has got a bad name. Yeah, we can't. Say, well, I suppose it's going to be called. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's more. Oh, I play that. Yeah. So maybe I play a modern version. Did you get? Uh, did you get battered if you lose? Batter? No. What? Okay, As fine. in like physics? Someone hit me. What we used to happen in our game of kicking is if you lost, the big lad would then cut the deck of cards yeah. and then whatever the number was, hit you on the back of the knuckles with the deck of right. cards that amount of times. Ours was a little bit more brutal than that. This is so like a, it was like prison. Literally, also there was a... known as Chase the Ace. That's another, Chase that another the name Ace. for it. Oh, so okay. you all have to that. you have to get rid of your cards and mm. there's there's a process of, of getting rid of your cards. Yeah. But you also you have to take a card off the person to your left. Yeah. And you obviously don't want to take the the, the, the bad card was the was the ace of spades. And whoever was left holding the ace of spades at the end of the game... Pylon. ...would just get an absolute pylon. Absolute. Pylon. And to the point where I thought, how is no one getting really hurt Do here? people do pylons anymore? I wonder I wonder whether pylons are just a thing of, of the olden days. Do you know what I mean? No, like, I do you know what we do. Don't do, do pylons. Do you do pylons, Jess? Have you heard the, you know, the concept no. of a pylon? No, also... What I about was, a bundle? A, a bundle? No, I know what a pylon is. I just never did them at school. Did no, anyone ever do the thing where they throw a coin down the centre of the yard? If anyone yeah. picks it up, you pile on them? Yeah. Did I you go to school that. on a double-decker bus? No. You didn't know. I did. I did, you ever, did one kid ever go to the bottom of the stairs, hold both the rails, and everyone pile up, creating like a sort of like, like a tank, like a plugage. full of yeah, full of kids? Do you ever see that? That was my favourite thing to do on a Wednesday. Brian, what happened in your school? I think we need to have a little feature like tales from Brian's nah, school days. Nah, Olden days. Talk, can't talk about a lot of it. <laughs> can't mention any more these days. So, yeah, check out Zatu's website if you fancy getting hold of the cheating version of Monopoly. Meanwhile, uh, via our Instagram, at BoardGameThing, get in touch. Any questions or suggestions people are going about games that they love? Right, just a few more of the classic board games that you used to love playing. Uh, Downfall. Who remembers Downfall? Now, is that the game where not you... The, not the Hitler film. <laughs> not that. Not it's the not the Hitler film. Hitler film. Yes. Is this the one where you turn a dial like you're cracking a safe? Yeah, that's why people used to love it, I think, because it, it looked like, you know, classic safe cracking. This is from Ian Nicole. He says, downfall, my mate had it and we didn't. And yes, it is a board game. So I think he's referring to, no, it's not the... <laughs> Yeah, I remember the game on the front was a dad playing a kid. Do you remember? There's, some, just... some of the old front covers of some of these games were fantastic, particularly in the 80s. Like, mm. um, do you remember one called Mastermind? Do you remember a game called Mastermind? Yes, I do remember a game called Mastermind. Old fellow with a white beard. Couldn't tell you, could not tell you what the game was about, but I, that image will live in my mind forever. Go on. Front cover, and this is it. This is an era when I don't think you, there was any reason for you to have to explain the game on the front cover of a box. Uh, old fella, white beard, looked yeah. like Nemo, uh, and then he stood with an Asian lady with a hand on his shoulder in a doctor's waiting room. No reasoning behind it at all. At all. There you go. Yes, Jess has got it on her computer. Yes, terrifying. So, I get it. So <laughs> there really was m- many theories about to what it was, but the general consensus was he was like a super criminal, and she was his henchwoman. Who? Where did? Where did you get this from? Where? Where does this come from? Actually, someone's actually been in touch about Mastermind. Uh-huh. They they suggested it as one of the great old classic games. Uh, Matt Oxton. And he's uh, and he supplied a link as to actually what the story behind oh. the picture is. <laughs> I bet you'll never guess what the story behind the the, the picture is. Jess, okay. any suggestions? You've I, got it in front of you there. What do you think has I happened? I mean, he looks like some kind of scary boss, but maybe he'd be kind of nice to you. I think they obviously work together in some capacity. Um, she looks like she might kill you. So I think some kind there. of I think some kind of mafia thing that's going on. What do you reckon, Bush? I, I think she she looks like his nurse. I think he's about to have his prostate <laughs> checked. <laughs> what do you think, that guy, you do you think that guy does for a living? I don't know. What, is he like a? Oh, he's dead now. Sorry, but what do you think he did do for a living? Oh. He's, he's a very old game. All oh, right. Okay. Um, is he like a real like person? Like a real? Is he? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a he's real not person. A mod- he's not a model. No, he wasn't a model. He wasn't a model because they booked a model for it, a male model. He didn't turn <laughs> no. up. So they, no. The guy that was doing the photo shoot got his mate to turn up. He owns a he owned a hair salon. <laughs> no, <laughs> which is ironic because that hair does not look good. It does not look good. It's quite um, a blow dry. Yeah, he time. owned a hair salon, and then sh- uh, the lady was a computer science student at Leicester University, which was doing it for a bit of extra cash. Um, and there was originally going to be a cat on the. Like Blofeld. On, yeah, on his, mm. on his lap. But the cat um, uh, did a wee on him. Let's so just get rid of the cat. <laughs> no, this is, this is made that's, that's made the story. Up. That's this the story. That's the story behind it. He said he used to get recognised all over the world. They would go, Mr. Mastermind, Mr. Mastermind. Do you want to, one other amazing fact, one further about this? And if you follow us on Instagram at Board Game Thing, I'll make sure we put it up uh, during the podcast, uh, is they've reunited those two to recreate the photo a few years ago. The lady and the fella. Well, they actually did. They got back together again. It's like a 20 or 30 year anniversary of the photo. So have a little look. It's fantastic. They both still look pretty good. I think his hair salon's going from strength to strength. He's dead, mate. Is he? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. One other thing just wanted to ask you guys about. Have you ever played Mousetrap? Yeah, I think so. When I was young. I, mean, I... I remember playing it when I was a kid. Have you got any idea? Can anyone explain to me in a paragraph what happens in Mousetrap? Uh... Catch a man with his trousers down in your... In your... In your big trap. Well, this is it. It's a, it the only bit I can remember is uh, a man in his underpants mm. jumping off a high <laughs> chair into like a big bucket. That doesn't seem like the best of a successful board mate, game for me. David Fieldhouse had it. Oh yeah, Fieldy. Oh Fieldy. Uh, or Field Mouse, as we used to call him. God, oh, some, of the, some of the stuff we used to get up to. Honestly. Anyway, he had a copy of it or a set of it, and I remember going around his house and going, "Can we play Mastrap? Can we play Mastrap?" Setting it up for about an hour, and then I can't tell you. Can't tell you what the game is about. I think you lost interest within moments. I would love to know if it's still a thing, right? Um, if you on you online, can you get it on Zatu's website? Let's just find out very quickly. Let's just have a look. Can you buy Mousetrap? Is it still available in 2020, or is it like a a lost bit of folklore? Um, okay, so Zatu's they've still got it online, so it's still a, a, a current game. I'd love I'd love to know if anyone still plays this game, or is there any explanation for what was going on in it? It was just it, we should play it in a future episode, should yeah, we? Yeah, we Fancy definitely a bit should. Of mousetrap action. But then, how long is it going to take for us to put it together? That's the thing. Who wants to see Brian with his uh, butt crack showing at the top of his jeans, trying to get it all sorted out? Do you know what I mean? Right, so some things so far that we want you to get in touch about uh, on on board game thing is we've got uh, school brutal school games. It doesn't have to just be from the eighties. I'm sure you know. Yeah, we want modern brutal school games. Let us know how you're taking brutal games into the digital age, guys. <laughs> how you're making them? Yeah, like you know, better for this modern world. Uh, new pieces for um, uh, Monopoly. If you've got any ideas for mm-hmm. what would be kind of like Carol Baskin, etc. Any ideas for brand new pieces for Monopoly? And if you have used replacement pieces in a board game, get in touch now at board game thing on instagram bush do you know what i've actually done that so when i was camping with my family um i think we were playing payday do you remember payday no never heard of payday before. what never... is it with you and like hipster games yeah what is this so, yeah i mean these games that like you know they're not mainstream they're just sort of like you know a bit more less obvious you know uh, like, payday was kind of like huskadoo and, and uh... Uh, payday i am sorry but payday is a huge game so many people would have paid it also it kind of taught you how to be an adult and budget your money it's basically like it. It was played month by month and you had to go through the month and some months your boiler would break and you'd be like oh no and then some months you'd get a promotion sounds like a rip-roaring game (laughs) was it direct debit the board game (laughs) it was actually it was actually really good we've got the standing order expansion (laughs) i'm actually probably making it sound way more boring gotta pay the gardener oh uh... can you have a smart meter in it (laughs) 
that's the modern edition. That's the modern edition. <laughs> Look, it's actually really fun. But anyway, we lost one of the pieces and we were camping, so we didn't have a lot like around the house. And we used we got a cherry tomato, <laughs> chopped it in half. Ooh, put... Cherry tomato, someone's doing alright for themselves. <laughs> oh. A cherry tomato chopped in half and put some blue tack at the bottom and like did it, but the board got covered in like oh, seeds. So it was like gross. red all over the board as well. That, it would have been really grim. Yeah. That is the best substitute piece story I've ever heard, actually. It's That's really amazing. Good. If, you, if you can beat a half cut, Jess, and a half sliced <laughs> cherry tomato, we want to hear from you on this show at Board Game Thing on Instagram. Well, it's time to introduce uh, what we're going to a little. Regular feature to this podcast where, um, if you're okay with this, Jess, uh, Brian and I are going to control the, pa- the, the path and passage of your life through chance, through rolling a dice. The classic board game uh, delivery system, the dice. The dice. Okay. Because you must have stuff that's going on in your life. Brian and I both, you know, we've got kids and settled down and stuff now, so there's now happening to we've us. We've done all the big decisions. We've made all those, <laughs> well, you know. Um, you know it's for good or for bad. slow decline just to death now. If, you've, uh, if you hear one of us try and bend down and pick something up, you know that we've, we're, we're a spent <laughs> yeah. force on this planet. It took me ten minutes to put a pair of socks on this morning. <laughs> Jeez. So you've still we're living our lives vicariously for you. That's what we're saying. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Let us take some of the burden off your shoulders. Yeah. Um, okay. Because you must sometimes think, oh no, what must? How do I respond to this? What am I supposed to do? And and you know, have I made the right decision? Haven't I made the right decision? Don't worry about that. Just roll a dice and let the dice decide. Okay. Um. Uh. Don't know how I feel about this, but I'm just okay. Fine. Well, we've um we've got quite a catchy name for it. What are we going to call this, Brian? We're going to call we're gonna it. Call it. I and mean, it's just. I mean, just go with us on this. If you're listening to this and you and you're standing up, just sit down because it's very very clever. It's called Roll with it. Nice. Like the song. Yeah. Roll with it. Uh-huh. Nice. And then uh, whatever we come up with, just got to roll, roll with it. it. So just roll it's, with it's, it. It's twofold. See, we it works there, on right? many it's levels. Twofold. We roll the dice, roll with it. But you're mm-hmm. ro- and also you are rolling with what we decide for you. I am you. rolling with it. So if something goes really wrong. I'm just going to... We are legally not responsible. We're not responsible. Yeah. Uh, we're covered... What are we third-party fire and theft yeah, on this? third party. You might get a little bit of a payout, but nothing big. <laughs> Our excess is 500 quid, so anything yeah, above so it's that. It's probably not worth even claiming. This is it. So what we, what we thought we'd do is each week you tell us something that's going on in your life and then we'll match you up to a dice roll and help you make the decision. Okay, okay. Nothing, nothing I too do deep. That. Nothing too, keep it light, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Keep it light. Okay, I definitely keep it light. You don't so want to talk about my childhood trauma. I can't talk about that. We were, we were operating as uh, Bush and Murphy um, psychiatrists based on the dice roll method, but we got struck off last week. Yeah, oh, I don't know why. It's, you know, shame. Five or six. Forget about it. <laughs> so Push it down. Push it down deep down inside where it can't hurt you anymore. If you feel, if you feel angry, just push it down further. Roll a one, cry on the floor. Um, so we're not, that's gonna, it's not going to be that. So have you got anything uh, light-hearted and knockabout that's going on in your life that we can decide by the six-sided dice that we have here, which we got from the Monopoly box? And on each side, there's a number, one to six, yeah? Well, that's, so, how, a di- so, that's yeah, how a dice works, yeah. so. So, um... Yeah, do you know what? I do have something that I could do with your help with. Okay. So I am... Lay it on the dice men. <laughs> so, oh, no. Do not let that be the tagline. We're the dice men. Can we make sure that doesn't happen? How much is a poncho? A poncho? Can we get a poncho each and one of those kind of, like, mysterious, like, cowboy hats? Oh. Travellers hats. The dice men. No. Soldiers. No. Right. So I am moving flat, which is exciting. So I'm moving just a little bit further out of London, going for somewhere bigger, uh-huh. and I'm moving in with Ooh, my friends. Cherry tomatoes and now bigger flats. <laughs> Someone's doing all right for themselves, <laughs> aren't they? So I'm yes, yeah, so I'm moving out, which which is going to be great. However, so I'm moving in with one of my friends. And we've been talking on WhatsApp like about what we kind of want in a house and stuff. Uh-huh. And he's Walls. been 
Yeah, floors, walls, walls would be bathroom. great. Bathroom, all the yeah. basics. Yeah, exactly. And then he's been sending me like bits of art and furniture and stuff that he thinks would look nice in the house. And the reason why I'm moving in um, with my friend is because we have really similar tastes. So I thought he's sending me some of the most <laughs> disgusting. Because at first I was like, ha 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 ha, and he was like, "What are you laughing at?" And I was like, "Oh my god." He's serious. He's deadly serious like, about us. Are we talking like nouveau riche stuff? Really kitschy, really bad taste stuff? Yeah, it's just so. One of them is a bright rainbow rug. It is enormous. It is like rainbow. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. And then some bits of art that are almost kind of like, are you guys familiar with the concept of live, laugh, love? Oh, oh dear. Okay, right. I'm just going to say they're not as bad as that, but they are borderline. Tinges, tinges of yeah, it. Yeah, borderline. Little live, dusting of. Absolutely. Because this, this would change your entire approach to someone if you knew they were into this kind of stuff. For example, because you've got to move in with this guy. I mean, what yeah. about... Um, is he got on those pictures from uh, IKEA with, with the four stones stacked on top of each other? Everyone's got maybe oh, one of the zigzag don't, mirror. You oh, might have the IKEA zigzag mirror. Yeah. Oh God, no! Don't let him have the stones. So we can maybe we can decide on the roll of a dice what your response is to this kind of uh, interior dilemma. Yeah, because look, I do, I still want to move in with him. This doesn't stop things. I want to continue to move in with him. But what am I going to say to him? Okay. Now I know who this guy is. Let's let's for for the sake of anonymity, call him Mister W. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, w. Andy, Andy knows my friend. Yeah, I'm going to call him Mr. W. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we've got some options, right? Okay. Yeah. Lots yeah. Of options, right? right? Okay. For a one or two, mm-hmm. right? Live and let live. Let him. Let Is Mr. that one of his signs? <laughs> <laughs> keep keep calm and just carry on. Uh, <laughs> live, love, love. Let, let Mr. W buy the stuff, and not only that, suggest more of the same. Click through on that Wayfair uh, link or yeah. the Wish.com thing and go. What's that? Yeah, let's get one of those, sorry. Right, Just embrace that's... it, basically, embrace, embrace it. Embrace it. Embrace so my new life. Yeah, yeah, that's one to two. One to two. Right? Great. Three to four, yeah. do a tit for tat, right? <laughs> Every time he suggests something terrible, yeah. you suggest something equally terrible, but in your style. Yeah. Okay, okay. Bless this mess or something like that, a little symbol <laughs> in the kitchen. Uh, five, middle ground. Yeah. Tell him you'll allow it, but he can only, has to, he can only have it in his room away from the general public. Okay. Like that one. Yeah. That's good. Right, I'm praying for five. Six is the nuclear option. This is the one that helps you the most, but I don't know. Again, blame the dice. If there's an issue with with your relationship with him, blame the dice. Yeah. Ring him. No. And ring him now. Like now. Ring him now. No. This is the option, right? No. Tell him on the phone and just be brutally honest. And you have to get one of these three phrases in. Pound shop Llewellyn Bowen. (laughs) You have to call him a pound shop Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. (laughs) Two... I think you might actually have a brain condition, which means you can't see colours properly. Oh, my God. Yeah? Mr W's going to be mortified. Or three, I don't want our house to look like it's owned by a wife-swapping couple who spends six weeks a year in Thailand. (gasps) Right? That is your your options. There's four options there with the six numbers on the dice. Should we roll it now? Should we find out, Jess? Are you willing to put your faith and the path of your life in the dice? I suppose I don't really have a choice, do I? Whatever. Here, Here we go. It's a six. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. What a start for the I podcast. I hate this. Okay, right, I'm going to do it. <clears throat> good luck, Jess. Here we go. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Hey, I hope you're good. Um, I'm fine, thanks. How so are you? So I've just been... <laughs> I've just been thinking, um, you know, we've been sending furniture to each other and, you know, paintings and rugs and stuff. Um, I've, I've got to be honest, 
Um, I think that your taste is like a pound shop, Lawrence Noel and Bowen. And, um, you know, I just feel like... There's, one more, I just, there's more shops than Ikea in the world. There's more shops than Ikea in the world. I just feel like we need to maybe regroup and talk about it. Anyway, love you. Bye. Well, well done. done. Well, well done. Must Does that feel better now? Weight no, off your shoulders. That's done. My palms are sweating. He's going to have such a go at me for doing that. But I, I feel like problem solved. If you have any problems in your life that you feel could be helped with our revolutionary dice-based therapy, do get in touch here. We're, at not, the, we're not legally responsible. I do we're not, not legally responsible. That. I do uh, not recommend that. At the board game thing on Instagram. You never know, it could help your life. Bush's board game thing. Uh, okay, here this week's fact is, are you familiar with the game Boggle? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Boggle is, is is your party standard game. It's you bring it out, and what you do is you've got four row, uh, four rows of four letters. Yeah. And you've got to make as many words as you can out of those letters. Mm-hmm. You can connect them in. I think it's if they're adjacent to each other, diagonally or next to horizontally or whatever. like a word search, like yeah. a crazy word search. Crazy word dice. search, and you might go oh, dog. Uh, You're good at it, were you? Yeah. Yeah. Really great. <laughs> Cat. 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 At. At. You know, you start off with the simple ones, then you look for the more complicated ones. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, what words would you look for? Instantly, boobs. Yeah, boobs. Yeah. Um, um, bum. Willy. Willy. Bum. Willy. Bum. Yeah. Um, fanny. Um, fanny. Uh, and then... All right there, Jess. All right, come on. Keep it clear. We were just like... Yeah, you know, always you going to the next level there. Always takes it too far. The male place have been kicked out of because of her. She uh, says that all the time as well. Willy Banjo. Uh, right. He's a country singer. Don't be offended. Yes, um, but the, what's the one word that you you wouldn't want to? You know, it's it's. You, know. you can email it to Brian, yeah, no. but without saying it, Jess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the and the makers knew this. They knew that people are just gonna are gonna do that. Yeah. So they isn't that a terrible indictment on, on what we I are? I think as it's a, a good thing. I think we know where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. What they did was they rigged the board game, so it's impossible in a game of boggle for you. To make the word, mm-hmm. you can't make it. Yeah. Do you know why? Because they put the 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 F. You can see where I'm going here, and the K on the same dice and on opposite sides. So you, oh. you can you'll never get an F or a K at the same time on a on a boggle. Wow. So they they've rigged that so there's no way of doing dirty dirty words. You can't do a dirty dirty word. That is um, that's actually pretty good. That's quite mm. an impressive fact overall. Not um, bad, eh? It's yeah. A good feature. Should we bring it back next? Resentfully, week? with please. a fanfare. Yeah, oh, sorry, I'll go and get the trombone out of... Well, you can't do a fanfare with a trombone. Come on, well, <laughs> I knew I'd said it wrong since I said Don't it. turn up with a trombone next week. <laughs> well, let's see what people say. If you would like to hear another amazing board game fact by Brian, or in any way you'd like to sponsor it at all... Uh, get into sponsorship. Uh, sponsorship. Uh, there's tears, there's tears. Just, just let's take this offline. DM me. Uh, at board game thing to yeah, get involved. board game thing on Insta. Stop hawking yourself out. So that's it. We've run out of time in our little individual... Little couches that were sat it's a here. Podcast, you don't run out of time, mate. It's a bit arbitrary. We can go on forever. I'm, I, well, I'll be honest with you. I'm wrapping it up. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll go get my nails just, done. Actually, can you just so say can that next time. Jess is getting her nails I'm done. I'm getting my nails done, so we need to hurry this up because they are a state. Can you believe this? That our first ever podcast, the, the debut of this uh, Bush's board game thing, is being curtailed because Jess has got to go next door and get her nails done. Well, to be fair, I'm getting my nails done too. So are you? Yeah. What, what are you having done, Jess? I'm having my gels taken off and repainted, manicure, cuticles pushed down, cut everything, hand massage. It's going to be. Glorious. What colour are you going for? I don't know, actually. 
actually, because I'm I'm quite a bright pink at the minute, and I, I feel like I need to, you know, the seasons are changing. This is a very summer hot pink. Mm. I think I need to go for something a bit autumnal, maybe a dark orange. Would you let the uh, the listeners, the listenership of uh, Bush's board game thing, decide on maybe some future colours for your for your nails? Absolutely, even maybe some themes. That'd be quite. I get a theme going on in there. That'd be right, wouldn't it? I don't know who actually cares about my nails, but I'm will, I'm yeah, open to I suggestions. I, I'm invested in it. Maybe. I'm invested in this yeah. at board game thing on Instagram. We want all your comments. <laughs> Please get in touch. So this podcast is brought to you by Zatu. Uh, you can buy your board games online. They've got great prices as well. If you're liking the sound of any of the games that we've talked about in this episode, uh, make sure you check out the board game thing section on Zatu's website. You can see them there in their full glory. This has been episode one of Bush's board game thing. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.